0: hello welcome to stump death and taxes and happy New Year from meep that's Mary Pat Campbell and I've got a couple things today a little different it's a little personal. Usually I'm looking outwards at the world, and now today we're going to look inwards, uh, which is very appropriate being the beginning of the new year, January, named after Janus, Janus, if I'm going to get really snotty about it, um, the god of doorways, looking out and looking in, and I'm going to crib off of Mike shedlock <laughs> he had a post on december 26th his number 1 investment idea for 2023 and i'm really not very po- uh i really don't like uh new year's resolutions partly because it's a very fake kind of thing and generally i don't stick to them and yada yada um but mostly because I'm perfect in every way now, Um, because one of the things that I'm always doing is trying new stuff. And this is basically what uh, Mike Shedlock, who's also goes by Mish. So, you know, four letter, we four letter nickname people, Meep and Mish have to stick together. Um, So I'm going to snag from him. ha ha. ha. I'm going to read out loud his post or parts of his post. So here we go. Uh, His number one investment idea for 2023, invest in yourself, your family, and your friends. Invest in life. If you need to lose weight, do it. Spend more quality time with your friends, family, and loved ones. Get out of the echo chamber. I lost a lot of readers these past two years because I criticized things Trump did or said. I lost more when I criticized Biden. But if all you are doing is seeking out your own opinion, stop seeking. You already have it entertain the other side. If you have grudges, they won't do you any good, so let them go. Invest in life. Happy New Year. So that was Mish's, not mine. Uh, In general, you will notice I don't often talk about my own opinion, mainly because my own opinion is not unique. You don't need to hear my opinion on much because it's already out there in the world if you want to hear it. It's not that important. Um, I try to stick to things that other people aren't doing. So that's, you know, not unique. But what I generally am trying to do in my life is I'm always trying to do something new, trying to learn something new for me. And what is the indication to me that I'm not doing something new? It's like if I'm not sucking at something, well, then I'm not doing something new, Uh (laughs) That's kind of the thing. Some of the stuff that you may have noticed, and I don't always do it on the blog, but a few things that I've done on Stump the blog this past year uh, has been playing around with the graph formats I do, because when I was looking at it on my iPod, when Substack changed its reader to be native to, like, you know, iPhone, and I looked at it, I'm like, oh my God, my line graphs suck. And I'm like, oh, is there a way I can make these pop better? And so I started experimenting with those. So I'm always trying to experiment with things and trying to be more effective in communication. And that's been a very long-term project for me. Uh, This is not a New Year's resolution. This is something I'm always doing. So always be learning, always be improving. Uh, So that's been a lifelong issue for me. And this actually goes back... (laughs) So this is why one of the reasons I write online publicly under my own name, you could say it's accountability, but mainly it's because otherwise I will lose what I have written and I make it very easy for me to find my own stuff. I write for myself primarily Uh, for myself 20 years later. (laughs) 15 years later, as the case may be. And back in 2007, I wrote a post on LiveJournal, and yes, I'm still on LiveJournal, but it's more personal posts now. But um, back in 2007, I was writing in response to an op-ed that Charles Murray had written with regards to trying to teach wisdom to so-called elites. And I don't want to even get into so-called elites. And my response was my own idea of what I called my no child's ass left unkicked plan. And this has to do with my own experience of being in school and basically not getting any challenges in school until I reached high school and got to go to nerd school. Um, though I was learning throughout. I just wasn't learning at school. I was lucky in my parents and specifically my father, who gave me all sorts of challenges when I was eight years old. And it helped my father worked at IBM. Uh, My father had gotten an IBM PC in 1982. When they came out, he had employee pricing and he also noticed I wanted to be on his computer. Well, he got me a basic programming book. No, it was not for kids because programming wasn't for kids back then, it was for adults. And so he got me a programming book for me to teach myself programming, like my father would teach me programming. No, that was for me to teach myself. And he gave me, uh, programming challenges to do. So I had plenty of challenges and things to learn from a young age. And sometimes I'd fail. Uh, often I'd fail. <laughs> One of the, um, quintessential, uh, stories of course was you know daddy daddy the program won't work or the computer is busted and you know it comes over it's a syntax error and of course i misspelled print p-r-i-n-t as p-i-r-n-t and you're like oh you know you need to spell everything correctly and that's detail oriented you see programming was not a well it's never really been a friendly area to be in, though we're getting into the low-code, no-code area now, but even so, if you cannot think logically, um, you're going to have trouble with coding in general. Even if you talk to an AI chatbot who supposedly does code for you, if you cannot clearly explain what you're attempting to accomplish, you are still going to get code that doesn't work the way you want it to. In any case, um, my concept for No Child's Ass Left Unkicked is that basically you you really can't do the industrial teaching model. And of course, you know, that is the way we go now is that it's geared towards the big middle and that you just keep pushing people forward. And those who are at the extreme ends generally fall off, though with my own son, Um, you know, he's in a special classroom. So special education on the lower end has been better addressed, I have found over the years. But again, on the upper end, you you still have a bunch of bored kids. And in my case, I did find that, you know, they mainly removed us from the classroom to keep us from disrupting the rest of the classes, which was the best they could do at the time. But I again, I was lucky in my parents. Um, my father had a lot of books. He let me use them, and he gave me challenges and, you know, always be challenging. Once you're an adult, though, You've got to choose the challenges for yourself and find the challenges you want to do. And uh, I find reality gives you plenty of challenges if you are willing to seek them out and do them yourself. And some of them I just do as a hobby, as it were. So for me, I love learning languages. Um And Duolingo is a good place to practice language. I've been doing it for, oh, my gosh, since they started. I guess it's been 10 years now. Um, I've been doing Nihongo. Nihongo ga mohoi desu ne. I love uh, Japanese. I did French before that. That's what I did in, in high school. I've done German and Dutch as well because I live in New York State. And I'm also in Yanksville, which were a bunch of German immigrants post the failed 1848 revolutions. Um, in any case, I like learning various languages. I initially learned Japanese because there was a program at my university, which had scholarships to go to Japan, which I did in 1994. Long, long ago, I'd love to go back to Japan someday, but that's in the future. In any case, um, so I'm always learning. Some of it pops up on the blog, some doesn't. Um, But, you know, everyone should be always be learning, always be growing. And you can do it at any age. There's always something to learn, even if it's, you know, learning a little bit of history. There's always something new. The world is large. The universe is large. And as my father said Uh, you know the universe is stranger than you can imagine so that's part one part two though (laughs) and this is what i was doing yesterday so what was i doing on new year's day i was sleeping um i went to mass i came back and i sat on the couch next to steward and i fell asleep (laughs) Yes, in the morning, and smart man that he was, we've been married for over twenty years. He let me snore and did not comment on it. Of course, I snore. I snore in my sleep. Supposedly, I talk in my sleep and sometimes even sing in my sleep. I love to sing. Um, yeah, I'm just I I never get enough sleep. So that is my perpetual New Year's resolution that I never meet. Get more sleep. Um, back in the day. Uh, so I, I have a post on Live Journal from 2016 of I found my patron Saint Kinda that I used to joke, you know, I can sleep when I'm dead. And in 2016, right before Lent, I went to the random saint name generator. So, this is something, yeah, some Catholics do. I actually did it for this year to get a patron saint for the year. I've done it a couple years too. And the one I got this year, and I'm sorry, I forgot his name. It's somebody of Jerusalem who started the Carmelites. Um, In any case, in 2016, I got St. Agostina Pietrantoni. I'm sorry, Italians. Um, I will come back to her in a moment. Um, What I saw in the description, one line description, was a quote from her. We will lie down for such a long time after death that it is worthwhile to keep standing while we are alive. Let us work now. One day we will rest. So that's the quote from her I saw. And, you know, I used to joke, you know, we can sleep when we're dead. OK, but that doesn't give context of what she was responding to, because that's there's more context to that. OK, so she worked in a convent, a hospital. OK, she had seized a knife from a patient. She was attacked and beaten by this patient and the sisters there. at The convent began to fear for her. Even when she contracted tuberculosis, and this is actually pretty common of 19th century saints you find in in before and after in Europe, Um, a lot of them had tuberculosis, urban saints, shortly before her death, she asked with insistence the superior for permission to remain at her post to keep working. The police and the hospital administrators knew of his turbulence, this particular patient, and when he was expelled from the ward for his extremist behavior, he threatened to take revenge on Sister Agostina, who had nothing to do with it. He wrote on a note, Sister Agostina, you don't have more than one month of life. You will die killed by my own hands. This is what the guy wrote. In Italian, of course. On the evening of November 12th, 1894, the sisters, worried for her health, had asked her to take some days off. Sister Agostina replied, we will have rest for such a long time after death that it would be good if we do some standing up while we live. So that was the context of the quote. (laughs) She had been threatened by a violent patient (laughs) that he's going to murder her. This is November 12th, 1894. And in response, she says, we can sleep when we when we're dead. I'm going to work up until I'm dead. So on the morning of the 13th of November, the killer waited for her in a dark corridor leading to the pantry. He stabbed her three times on the shoulder, the left arm and the jugular before she could realize what happened. Then after a scuffle with the only witness at the scene, Romanelli, that's the guy, plunged the dagger into her chest. Mother of mine, help me, were her last words. So, oh, yeah, okay. So maybe we can get a little sleep before we're dead. And, uh, yeah, yesterday I'm like, ah, yeah, you know, I'm kind of exhausted. Let me get some sleep. Today I'm doing errands because I have a little more energy now that I took my New Year's Day to get some sleep. So get more sleep is my, uh, you know, New Year's resolution, and I've had this resolution for so many years. Uh, My problem is that uh, my brain is not kind to me. It wakes me up around 3 a.m. every morning. Yes, I do not use an alarm clock. You may have seen some of those posts of, oh, here's what this successful person does. I get up at 5 a.m. every morning. Well... I wake up at 3 a.m. every morning. I'm out of bed by 5 a.m. Actually, usually I'm downstairs by 4 a.m. And so is my daughter, Siobhan. Um, She has the same problem I do, I guess. Um, We're very early morning people. Uh, And whether or not we are successful. I leave that to you to to decide. I'm very happy with what I'm doing. So I count that as successful myself. Um, But I don't get enough sleep. I try to go to sleep at a reasonable time, but I don't always. That's just life. Uh, Back in 2009, December 31st, 2009, I posted on Facebook, I'm an old fart. <laughs> also, happy New Year's to all y'all. This has been the most action-packed decade of my life. Well, that was true in 2009. I hope the next 10 years are more sedate. <laughs> I can't handle the excitement. So and then in December 31st, 2016, I said, oh, bad news seven years ago, me. And then of course, December 31st, 2022, I'm like, well, six years ago, me, you really had no idea what Was going to hit. And people were like, blah, 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 blah. Well, they were looking at the outside. They don't know what was going on the inside, what has happened since 2009 uh, to me, having, you know, dropped out of grad school, uh, getting married. This is not in chronological order, having three kids, getting credentialed as an actuary, going through, I think, four different jobs in five years. I've been through a lot. Oh, yes. And then the the wars between the actuarial organizations, which I got in the middle of, which, you know, I did not really ask to do, but I did. Um, <laughs> a lot of things happened. Um, and that's not counting all the external things happening. This is just me. Um, the external things happening, they happen to all of us. You know, those just passed. So, that's been a spectacle. Always be learning, be failing at stuff, suck at stuff. If you're not sucking at stuff, then you're not learning in my opinion and get more sleep. As my dad always told me, be a good animal, you know, eat well, don't eat junk, get some sleep. And, you know, just like Mish said, invest in yourself, you know, grow, rest, do well, enjoy the new year. Get some sleep. (laughs) That's been Stump. Death and Taxes. See y'all.